medical provider for BYU Athletics. Learn more at intermountainsportsmed.org. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. If it's neither plant nor animal nor fungus nor human nor alien and it's in Iceland and it's alive, what might it be? An elf seer can tell you. So many species, dwarfs of many sizes, elves of I don't know how many types, green and blue. There are beings of the water, beings of the air, huge angelic beings. The hidden folk come into view in our newest episode of the Constant Wonder podcast. final horn has sounded and today's game is complete time now for cougar post game live on the new skin byu sports network cougar post game live is brought to you by big o tires stop by your locally owned and operated big o tires the team you trust also brought to you by delta official airline of byu basketball here's your host jason shepherd BYU drops its first game in the Bahamas, losing to USC by a final score of 82-76. to Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. It is presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. The Cougars ultimately falling by six points, got down big, as many as 18 in that second half, and it really was such a slow start for the Cougars. They were only down by one at the break. Starting the second half, just could not get anything going offensively, and the Trojans, the exact opposite, could not miss over a, a, a four or five minute stretch where they really uh, took control of this game. Valiant effort, certainly, by BYU to make this thing close, uh, but just a little, a uh, little too little, too late. For BYU with the loss, Cougars now 3-2 and two on the season. Now, we at least know when they're going to play. Uh, they will be an afternoon game tomorrow on Thanksgiving. Uh, I will begin with Cougar pregame live at 3.30 p.m. Mountain Time. The game will tip off at 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time. We at least know the time. Still waiting to find out who the opponent will be. It will be either Tennessee or Butler. It will be the, uh, the uh, loser of that game. BYU with the loss dropping into the loser's bracket. Now they'll wait to find out the opponent. Uh, the game between those two teams set to get underway within the next 30 minutes in the Bahamas. So within the next two hours or so, we'll know who BYU will face tomorrow afternoon on Thanksgiving. All right, let's update you on some other action. We will start in the top 25. Quite a few games going on today, the day before Thanksgiving. One game currently going on featuring a top 25 team. It is number 11, Indiana, taking on Little Rock. They are at halftime. And it's the Hoosiers with a nine-point lead at the break, 39-30. to Everything else in the top 25 is a final. A couple games will tip off in a little, a little bit later on, but everything else is a final. In the Bahamas earlier today, in fact, the first game at, uh, at the Bahamas, at the Battle for Atlantis, number three, Kansas, taking down NC State, 80-74. 
That means that Kansas will advance on to take on Wisconsin tomorrow. Wisconsin defeating Dayton earlier today, 43-42. That not a top 25 game, just mentioning that for you. That's the matchup, Kansas and Wisconsin, a battle of two very different styles. Uh, other top 25 finals, Ohio State upsets number 21 Texas Tech, 80-73. to Baylor, seventh ranked in the country, takes down McNeese, 89 89- to 80. Let's uh, quickly check in and see what Caleb Lohner did in this game. Caleb Lohner played 20 minutes and he finished with six points to go along with no rebounds. So six points for Caleb Lohner, the former BYU Cougar, in 20 minutes in the victory for the Baylor Bears. Number 15, Kentucky. 40 better than North Florida at 96-56. to And a final, we were following this one late. It got close. Creighton uh, Sort of pulled what BYU did. They got a little bit closer than the Cougars did, but Creighton falls to number 14, Arizona. Wildcats win by two, 81-79 over the 10th-ranked Blue Jays. Other local action today, Weber State in Las Vegas facing Wright State. The Wildcats lose 87-65. That tournament comes to an end for Weber State. They're back on the road next Tuesday at Tarleton. WCC action, one final it was LMU. It took overtime, but the Lions defeat Morgan State 81-80. to And this game, uh, about halfway through the first half, Santa Clara and Menlo, the Broncos, with a one-point lean early at 10-9. Elsewhere, Pepperdine later tonight, 8.30 Mountain Time, uh, will face off against number 19 at UCLA. And then St. Mary's and Vanderbilt will get underway. If you want to watch that game, it's on ESPN2. It'll be a late start, 10 o'clock Mountain Time, between the Commodores and the St. Mary's Gales. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll update you on BYU women's basketball. Cougars picking up their very first home win of the season. We'll give you all the details when we come back. BYU falling to USC in the opening round of the Battle for Atlantis tournament in the Bahamas 82-76 the final score back with more Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin BYU Sports Network here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin BYU Sports Network just saw a shot on the ESPN2 broadcast of uh, Tennessee making their way onto the court. That's the last game of the day in the Bahamas. Tennessee taking on Butler. The winner of that game will face USC, defeated BYU today, 82-76. Cougars will take on the loser of that game tomorrow afternoon. 4.30 Mountain Time will be the tip time. I'll have Cougar pregame live starting at 3.30 Mountain Time tomorrow on Thanksgiving. BYU getting the loss today. Their record is now 3-2. and two. BYU women's basketball hosting Carroll College today at the Marriott Center. The Cougars looking for their first home win of the season, and they got it in uh, dominating fashion. This game was actually fairly close at the break. The third quarter, BYU just blew this game wide open. They outscored Carroll College in the third quarter alone, 26-12. to They would go on to win big, 71 71- 247. The Cougars would shoot 49% from the field, 47% from three. And uh, Amber Whiting getting her first home win as the new BYU head coach. Let's go over some of the numbers. Nani Falatea 
leading all scores with 17 points. She also finished with five rebounds and six assists. Great game for Nani. Also, 14 points for Lauren Gustin. Here, how about this? A little bit of a surprise for you, am I right? A double-double for Lauren Gustin. That's all she does. 14 points, 10 rebounds. She also had three assists. Also scoring in double figures, Kaylee Smiler with 12 points. So uh, a good victory for the BYU women's basketball team picking up their first home win of the season. They will be back in action Saturday afternoon at the Marriott Center. There is one NBA game uh, that local fans will be paying attention to tonight, the Utah Jazz back at home coming off their loss to the L.A. Clippers Monday night at, uh, almost said Staples, at Crypto.com Arena. Still pretty weird about that one. The Jazz hosting a familiar face, Bogey Bogdanovich, back in town. The Pistons coming off a win last night in Denver over the Nuggets. So the Jazz and the Pistons tonight at Vivint at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. All right, I think that's going to do it for at least my portion of Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we'll get you back to the Bahamas for more with Greg Rubel and Mark Durant. Final score in the Bahamas, USC 82, BYU 76. Cougars fall. More Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with Mark Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live. BYU falls to USC by a score of 82 to 76. Let's get to our valuable stat of the game brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. And we're going to choose uh, the valuable stat of the game being Jackson Robinson's 16 points. Yes, they come in a losing effort, but they're a career high for him. And, Mark, it's important that Jackson have a game like this. He was frustrated through four games. Yeah, even in that first half. You know, I, I, at, the, at the end of the first half, I said maybe, maybe Noah needs Jackson's minutes because he just wasn't performing. And then he comes out with the second half like that, of course. 16 points in that second half. Didn't turn the ball over. I'm just about guys getting better at this point. I thought Rudy was better tonight. I thought Jackson was better tonight. One guy, in my opinion, that has been a little MIA, and is maybe if I'm critical of him, then he'll step up and play, is, is Fusini Torre. He, he, he should be a superstar for this team, and he's just kind of getting by. Doing, he's not playing terrible, but not great. Wasn't great in this one. I just want guys to get better, and I think Bruce is an, another guy that can get better. Jackson certainly did in the second half, and I think that'll go a long way for his confidence going forward. If BYU could just get a handle on the turnover troubles, and they seem to be much more now first half heavy than second half when they've had, you know, better efforts. Again, I say only 17. They're averaging 19.2. The number comes down a bit. But the 11 in the first half is pacing for another game in the 20s, which they've been in way too frequently. And it's all about moments and runs and things, right? When You've got to really capitalize when you're playing well. BYU was shooting the ball great in the first half, had a chance not only to lead that game, but maybe have a little bit of a cushion. That changes the nature of the game in the second half. As it was, BYU was barely... You know, just behind in that half, and, and it got away from them in the second half. But if, if you cut down on those turnovers, man, that changes the whole complexion of the game, and, and it just didn't go that way again for BYU. It's a real, real problem because no matter what you do, you BYU's out-rebounding USC, out-shooting, hitting the three-pointers. But when you're double-triple the number of turnovers and 
and USC gets even more field goals than you have. I mean, it's, it's just it's just hard to compete at a high level against good teams doing that. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more postgame coverage. This has been Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Second. All right, so welcome back to Imperial Arena here at the Atlantis Resort. BYU falls to USC by a score of 82-76. to 76. Now, Coach Mark Pope is scheduled to be joining us here courtside momentarily, but uh, there's also a, a post-game press conference that he's attending right now, and uh, they've just given us the particulars to get that press conference, and that could be something we're able to bring to you live before we actually have Coach visiting with us uh, post-game. So we'll see if that transpires our voice is back in the studio. will tell us if that's indeed the case. And uh, I think Coach Pope is starting to address the press conference right now. And uh, can we go to that, Corbin? Looks like not quite yet. Got a preview tonight, Greg, of uh, the tomorrow's game. Tennessee Butler just kick, kicking off Tennessee. It's just massive. But uh, we'll see how it goes with this one. BYU will get the Tennessee Butler loser tomorrow. Coach Mark Pope is talking to the uh, post-game press conference. I can see it right now in the Zoom link, but we don't maybe quite have the Zoom link up back at BYU Radio, unfortunately. But uh, when we do have that, we can get Coach Pope and his post-game comments to you. Let's do this. Let's break for 60 seconds. Get that set up. We'll hear from Coach Pope. Oh, do we have him right now? All right, we'll take a break. Hear from the coach in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. USC 82, BYU 76, our final score. BYU head coach Mark Pope addressing the media here in the Bahamas. He stands up and walks away. And that's the way it goes. That's the way the day went, I guess, in a lot of ways. That's another turnover for the Cougars. Well, the bad news is we missed uh, Coach Pope's press conference comments. The good news is he's going to be joining us on the headset here in a moment. So I hate to do this to you, but we'll take a break and come back with head coach Mark Pope joining us here courtside as the Cougar postgame coaches show continues. It is brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. So apologies for the technical difficulties. Our original Zoom link was in error, and by the time we got the new Zoom link, Coach was all but done, so that will do it for his post-game press conference, but he'll be on the headset after this here in Atlantis on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, our closing segment here. At uh, the Battle for Atlantis, day one, Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, head coach of the Cougars, Mark Pope, joining us. Uh, coach Pope, you just spoke to the media here uh, in Atlantis. Uh, didn't get your postgame comments. Uh, uh, what was kind of your summation of what you saw today in 40 minutes? 
well, congratulations to USC. They had a couple guys play play terrific basketball games. Um, we uh, and we're you know we're we're disappointed with our performance tonight. Um, and we we got to get better, and we know that uh, we know there's some areas we need to get better. But um, you know, I was proud of the guys' fight. I was I was proud of their effort. Um, uh, you know, we got to get out of our own way in, in some significant areas. But um, you know, we'll get better. You probably felt you played well enough to have a lead at halftime. Yeah, actually, I love the flow. Well enough, I love the flow of the game at halftime. It was just that we turned the ball over yeah. 11 times, and they're all self-inflicted, and that's. Um, you know, we, we just know that it's a process. We, we you know, we just got to hang in there um, as, as hopefully we, we work our way out of this. Um, so you know, that was the issue in the first half. Um, issue in the second half was we just lost our mind on the defensive glass. You know, we held them to two offensive rebounds in the first half, and then we gave up eight or nine in the second half. And every time we were trying to, like, make a little push, uh, we kind of lost a, a, a really important possession on the glass. So that, that was a tale of two halves of issues. And then, you know, uh, we just, you know, it's, it's a little bit of, you know, Boogie, uh, I, I was so proud of our guys for forcing inside the three and keeping away from the rim, which is our game plan. And tonight he just said, fine, I'm just going to make every single pull-up too, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break every slice of data and, um, and, and kind of turn that upside down his head. In that sense, he felt like a, a little bit like UCLA a couple years ago in the NCAA tournament where he just defied all, all, all the numbers in the game. We did a poor job responding. We tried every different matchup on him. We tried to, uh, to weaken him. We tried to force him over. Uh, we tried to, you know, we just, we just couldn't, couldn't find an answer for him. He was just too much for us tonight, making the shots that we usually rely on to, to win his games. The tournament setting, you don't get too much time to think about today's game. you got another one like that. What, what's the process we're watching Tennessee and Butler right now? How much do you look at this game? What, what do you do tomorrow to get ready for one of these two teams? Well, you know, for our team right now, we, we just have to get better. Like, we have to get better. And so I'm going to spend the night, uh, actually, uh, the next couple hours just working on us and our game film. My assistants will work on, on getting a scout ready for these guys. And then we'll hit them tonight with just some – we just have to keep working on us first. And then we'll address the next team. But, you know, this was a little bit of USC. It was certainly a lot of boogie. And then it was a lot of us just, you know, we're just, we're going to be in this process where we just have to get better. And these guys want to get better. They want to try and get better. Our young guys have to get better. And they want to get better. And um, that's just going to be, a, you know, it's, it's going to be a little bit of growing pains. So we just got to figure it out. But um, we'll, we'll be better tomorrow night. How meaningful was the second half for Jackson Robinson and your team, the way he played after halftime? Well, you know, listen, I mean, Jax has got a chance to be a really, really special player, but he's essentially a freshman in terms of ever playing in games. Uh, you know, he doesn't have in-game experience, and so he's on a steep learning curve just like Dallin and Richie and, you know, and, and, and that crew and, um, and so, you know, this is a new experience for him, and he's going to get better and better and better. And every minute that he's on the floor, he's he should be getting better, and he's trying to. I actually was I actually was really pleased for the most part with his, you know, he had a significant defensive assignments. And in the first half, he was pretty quiet offensively, but defensively, I thought he was really solid. Again, he makes a big impact. And yeah, Foos and Atiki, not a lot of looks, not not a great game for them. Was it something USC was doing, or 
was the nature of the, g- the game today. Yeah, it was. You know, it was a little bit. You know, the first half and the first ten minutes, the second half, it felt like we were getting hands on balls over and over again. It felt like Gideon and Foose in particular were getting hands on offensive rebounds, hands on balls all the time, and we just couldn't shore them up. Part of it has to do with USC's length for sure, and part of it just has to be to do with our just like toughness like our rip your heart out toughness and we we didn't have that tonight um that, that's something i gotta help these guys learn like it's hard to learn how like committed you have to be to win to win a rebound to win a catch to to secure the ball in the post um you know at the end of the game marcus you know this this game gets pretty simple and a lot of times it's just like what are you willing to do to win how how much of your heart is going to be on display to win a catch or win a loose ball or win a 50 50 ball and i thought we were pretty poor at that tonight and that's something i got to help our guys learn Really nice rally, Coach, from down 18 to make it 8 in the span of about 3 minutes. You cut 10 points off a deficit and really got USC flustered for a spell late in the game. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, I, I wish we could have gone to some stuff. You know, I, I lived in a lot of fear of Drew Peterson tonight. You know, he was a 6 assist guy, and the first time we, we went to the to our, you know, our, our zone, our tandem, he just picked us apart so easily, and it's kind of what he is. You know, a, a lot of zone play is just to kind of put people in uncomfortable spaces, unfamiliar spaces where they don't operate well. And and Drew is one of those unique players with his length and his skill that you put him in a in a weird uncomfortable space, and he's hyped about. It. He's like, "Yeah, let's go. This is you give me a little space. I'm going to work." And the truth is, I probably should have trusted that a little bit more early. Um, I really should have trusted that. You know, I'm, I, 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 you know, I'm super disappointed with myself in the second half you know as, as things got out of control these guys needed my help earlier uh, I needed to stop the game I needed to time out the game I needed to give them a little play calling that in that little space but we're trying to become something that is not that and so picking our moments where we really insert ourselves and pick our moments where we let our guys grow is challenging and I, I was poor I, you know I, I was poor at that tonight for sure all right, bounce back opportunity tomorrow against either Tennessee or Butler. Coach, we'll see you back here. All right, thanks, guys. Bud. All right, that is Mark Pope, and that will do it uh, for our broadcast from day one at the Battle for Atlantis, Paradise Island in the Bahamas, the Imperial Arena. Our thanks to the entire crew. Appreciation to Mark Pope for joining us uh, post game, And uh, much appreciation goes back to our folks at BYU Radio, our studio host, Jason Shepard, our control board operator, uh, Corbin Radford, Terry South, our coordinating producer, BYU Radio engineer, Barry Squires, our on-site engineer, Kirby Myovac here today, our broadcast intern, Brett Hammer at BYU Radio, and thanks to all for being a part of our broadcast today. We'll see you back here tomorrow with a 3.30 Mountain Time, rather a 2.30, no, a 3.30 Mountain Time pregame and a 4.30 tip for BYU in either Tennessee or Butler. That'll do it. So for Mark Durant, my name is Greg Rubel saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so on. Unique. The live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen. 
Vice President Keith Vorky, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.